1: my uh, pet parent friends out there this is michelle fern your host on best bets for pets i have with me my buddy henry and we're going to talk all about some great ideas for you for the holidays for your fur babes for pet parents and you know just the holidays in general we'll be right back
0: does your dog itch scratch stink or shed like crazy Let's talk pets on petliferadio.com.
1: Welcome back everyone. I want to introduce Henry Eshelman. He is the CMO, Chief Marketing Officer for Dog for Dog and soon Cat for Cat. Welcome, Henry.
0: Hey, welcome. Uh, welcome back. Thank you. I'm yes, so welcome glad back. I'm so to be on your show an unprecedented third time. Um, I'm f- so flattered that you enjoy talking to me enough to uh, have me as a repeat guest.
1: Yes, I. You've been on. This is, I think, second time. Best bets for pets, and you were on Catitude also. For everyone listening out there, I also host Catitude, and Henry is so awesome. I said, "Come on, be, come on, be, be my, be on my hi. holiday show," and hi, he was um, nice enough to make time. So, well, thank that's you. Great
0: kind of you. You're very welcome. So, fire away. So- I'm, I'm going to wing my way through this as as we so often do. You and I.
1: And that's always the best way, right?
0: Seems good to me.
1: So holidays. Okay. Who's in your crew now as your fur kids? Because you always have this. Last time I think we talked about skunks or squirrels or something. So I never know what you have going on.
0: Okay. Well, I don't keep skunks or squirrels as pets, although I catch my fair (laughs) share of skunks and opossums. Oh, I don't know what kind of a story this is, but I'm going to tell it. So we had the cat, Reggie, who we used to describe as half a cat. We were going to TNR him, and then it turned out that we wanted to keep him. The mom ran away, as she did, and uh, we had Reggie living under the house for a while, and that's where Catching the Skunks came in. And this summer, I built a cat door into the crawl space under my house, and that replaced a very sort of gnarly screeny thing that not only was Reggie able to get in and out of, but the other animals were able to get in there too. So I'm not that unhandy with woodworking and whatnot. So I made this little groovy thing. I put maple handles on it. I put a cat door on it. And for the first two weeks, I left the cat door off and uninstalled and Reggie went in and out of the crawl space without much difficulty. Then we put the cat door on. And suddenly Reggie would not go in or out of the cat door. And since we can't handle Reggie, he didn't go in there. He had to go live somewhere else. And we don't really know where that is. We know that other people are feeding him, but he doesn't come around as often as he used to, which is a little bit of a disappointment because we like to check on him. We put food out for him and every day at five or six o'clock, now that the time has changed, we have to get the food out of there or four or five raccoons will show up and, uh, and eat it and scatter it all over our back porch. <laughs> As
1: That's, they do. And this is right. this is this relates to the holidays how.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And the perfect segue from that into the holidays is, well, I guess like every other person, we're talking about the holidays too early. I had a friend in the United Kingdom who showed me a display from a store in Oxford, England, in September that had a holiday display on it. And so here we are charging headlong into the holidays. So get in the spirit, or else.
1: Of course, and I've saw holiday stuff here too um, before Halloween.
0: Right. Oh yeah, definitely.
1: Everybody jump starts. It's crazy.
0: Well, there is a. This is also, you know, unrelated to pets. But in our neighborhood, there is a place called Tina's Trees, and they are first they they're a a pumpkin patch for the month of october and then as soon as the month is over of course they take the pumpkin patch sign off and reveal the tina's trees sign underneath but for the first few days they had forgotten to cover it up when they were building the pumpkin patch so starting september 1st in los angeles there was a an advertisement for a a tree farm In my neighborhood, which was way too early. It's fire season, not holiday season.
1: Right. Unfortunately, hopefully you're safe. You and your family are safe from all those crazy fires that are going
0: on. Yeah. It has subsided. You know, we are, it's interesting. We're trying to, we do these events called dog day afternoons and they are a benefit concept where we go to a bar or a restaurant or in this case, a brewery and we invite people to come and bring their dogs to the, to the venue and consort with their dogs amongst one another. And then we usually find a pet charity to be the beneficiary who bring adoptable dogs to the venue and promote that. And we also take photos of people with their dogs and all of that and sell our products. So all of that stuff winds itself up to, uh, to raise money for the pet charity, which is what we're planning for later this month here in Los Angeles. And uh, we were looking for people that were caring for animals displaced by the fires. And we haven't found anybody yet. Interestingly, I'm, I'm certain that there are some people doing it, but I, I put that out there to the pet community nationwide and even locally. Please tell me who you are if you all work on caring for animals displaced by fires and we will support you. So there you go.
1: And no response. So you haven't had any animals that have well, been now
0: that I'm on the radio with you. It could be that, that some listener will say, oh, my gosh, we do that. That remains to be seen. So that's everybody's call to action.
1: Well, that's a good thing then if you don't have any animals that are.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was certainly serious. I mean, I don't make light of it. I mean, you haven't lived until you're sitting in your office and you get the, there are three stages of alert here. One is, you know, there is a fire. Number two is there is a fire near you and make yourself ready to leave. And number three is the, the third level is, you know, go. So Two weeks ago, a fire erupted in the Sepulveda Basin, which is a mile away from my house, and I'm at work about six miles away, and my wife was home, and I got the level two alert, and I hope none of that happens to any of you, because then everybody is sort of shocked into action, and uh, I drove home as fast as conditions would allow without running red lights, and I was home preparing for something that never came, thank heaven, in about uh, 15 minutes, which is twice as fast as I usually get home.
1: It's scary when those things happen because I lived there during earthquakes. I lived in L.A. for almost 20 years with earthquakes and fires and you'd get the little white ashes and that kind of stuff. But all right, we're going to steer back to holidays. Yeah, let's,
0: let's be happy. Let's all be happy. Fire season will be over and holiday season will be coming.
1: Holiday season will come. Okay. So Henry, what tips do you have? Because I know you've had cats and dogs and, and I have a whole slew of, you know, for kids, six cats, two dogs, and it's wow. a zoo here. So it what is. tips do you have for pet parents during the holidays?
0: Oh, that is a tough question. Well, number one, keep your pets safe and happy. Number two, love them up a little extra but don't make them fat. Number three, if you live in a cold climate, keep them adjusted to the temperature. There's plenty of really cute pet outfits out there. And uh, you asked me about something that I would love to recommend for people, but we'll i that later. Sure. Yeah, we'll do that later. I had one idea that maybe your viewers can sort of use but anyway so those are kinds of practical things i would say during the holidays make sure you don't give them things that are harmful for them there's a whole host of uh, of foods and candy and chocolate and things that are not good for pets so if i were to give any advice it would be just be careful that the holiday spirit does not does not accidentally harm your pets
1: yes and keep an emergency hospital number nearby just in case one thing I learned last year, I did a holiday show with Justine Lee, Dr. Lee. She hosts okay. our show called Earvet, And we're talking oh. about different things for, you know, that harm cats. And she said that if you have a cat, guess what? No more tinsel. <laughs> you can't have any more tinsel.
0: Metal tinsel is what they're talking about, isn't it?
1: No, because if they eat it, it can slice their organs. Ew.
0: Yikes. Well, I don't think they make tinsel out of actual metal anymore, do they? It doesn't Uh, matter,
1: it's just, it's not that it's metal, it's just once they swallow it, I think it's just, you just can't have tinsel. Well,
0: we don't use tinsel, we use wooden garlands that are designed to look like cranberries. We have been very lucky over the years. I mean, we've had pets, well, my wife and I have been together almost 30 years, and we've had cats during that entire period of time, and occasionally have had dogs during that period of time, and we have had a tree all of those years, and amazingly i kind of always thought the cats would tear a tree apart and ours have yet to actually do that they've never broken an ornament they've never eaten anything on there we give them treats there's one actual toy that we have acquired recently which looks like a ball with tinsel on it and boy the cats go nuts for that thing and they lose them of course all toys and treats find their way under couches and televisions and Pretty much any surface that is too small for a pet to follow is where the toys will end up. It's like chapsticks. But uh, we've been lucky that. So I would say another piece of advice is to decorate in a way that isn't going to put uh, your pet's uh, health at risk. Decorate pet
1: responsible.
0: Right. Exactly. What else you might say?
1: What What <laughs> I want to know is what are the favorite gifts you give your fur kids? Like, do you do treats? Do you do do you think they notice anything if you give them stuff? I mean
0: Oh, they notice that the holidays are here. Uh, yes. I mean so they are pets and so they might not to be able to discern the difference between, let's say, their birthday or some other holiday. Certainly they anticipate pet parent holidays on the scale of what comes at the end of the year because so many things change objects appear in the house as if from nowhere there's lots of paper and boxes and scissors and and in some homes there are trees and other forms of decoration whether they be menorahs or you know stuff hanging from the ceiling or mistletoe or whatever so i mean i think they notice that it's the holidays they might not be able to discern what kind of a holiday it is but it's a special time for them too and i lost track of the earlier part of the question that i really wanted to (laughs) ask (laughs)
1: <laughs> so, what do you do to make it special? Do you do? Oh, what do you bake make... them anything?
0: Well, no, and not really. I mean, we have taken a whole. <laughs> Sorry, this brings to mind something that I. We had this short film that we represented earlier in the um, earlier this year, and I don't. I think I might have talked about that magazine article that, that reviewed cat food as tasted by humans. If I didn't, I'm happy to tell that story again. But anyway, in the movie, there is a woman and she has a live-in boyfriend. And one scene shows her taking a, a tin of cat food and tipping it onto a Plate and putting some crackers around it and serving it to her boyfriend.
1: <laughs> oh, as pate or he, something.
0: It's exactly, and he starts to eat it. You can see her walking out of the out of the living room where he's perched on the couch, smirking about having gotten over on him. But we have occasionally stuck candles in cylinders of pet food and offered it to to pets. I've never done that at the holidays before, but uh, we do make holiday treats here at Dog for Dog, so you can buy holiday-themed treats for them. They typically come in holiday colors such as blue and white, red and green. Uh, Well, those are the four principal holiday colors I can think of. But we don't, yeah, I mean, they might get a little piece of fish, the cats might, and dogs a little piece of steak. So, I mean, I'm not a strict no-table-scraps person, so I might give them a little people food, and I'm now going to get kicked off the show for doing that.
1: You know what, I think the best thing is because we're so rushed, like prior to the holidays. And sometimes right at the holidays, we get, you know, business slows down a little bit, depending on what business you're in. And we get a little time to chill. So I think they just appreciate maybe a little time with us, you know. I mean very at least nice. you get Christmas Day and Thanksgiving off, whether you partake in yeah. one or both holidays, you still get the most businesses are closed, so you get a little time off to chill, spend with your, yes. you know, fur kids. They they like that the best overall, I think toys and clothes and all of that.
0: Well, that's a very nice sentiment and it's free. Your attention is free and it is possibly the thing they like more than anything else in the world. So I think you've just been, that's a very lovely holiday sentiment that you've just made. Give your pets the gift of your time. And And I'm going
1: to try to make it come true because I'm always running from one place to another. So I'm going to make it come true for sure this year. Well, good. For sure. All right. We're going to take a short break, Henry. We're going to come back and I want to hear about a couple of your favorite holiday gifts to give. Hey everyone, Michelle Fern here. Are your fur babes experiencing anxiety and stress? Do your dogs cower in fear and bark excessively? Does your dog have separation anxiety? Are your cats clawing the furniture or hissing at each other? Well, there is a remedy. Have you heard the term, Music Soothes the Savage Beast? It's true, and not just any kind of music, but specially tuned frequency music on the Sol Fejo scale. The whole tone solution provides total peace for your pet without the cost and side effects of drugs and tranquilizers. It's safe, effective, and guaranteed to work or your money back. You will notice a positive difference in your fur kids. I did, and I was amazed. And we have a special offer for you. Visit whole tones for and use the promo code BESTBETS for $10 off. That's whole tones for and use the promo code BESTBETS for $10 off.
0: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. Pet <laughs>
1: Welcome back, everyone. This is our chat about the holiday show, and I'm here with Henry Eshelman. He is the CMO at Dog for Dog. You know what, Henry, before we talk about, you know, what kind of actual favorite gifts you like, tell us all about, because not everybody knows, I don't know who, but some of us might not know about Dog for Dog. So tell everybody listening about Dog for Dogs.
0: Okay, well, I mean, for the very few people that don't know about us already— <laughs> I can't say that without laughing. Anyhow, I'm pleased to be asked. We are a uh, a giving model pet product company, so we make treats, toys, peanut butter, accessories, pee pads, cages, crates, hammocks. I mean, a very I'd probably sixty or seventy different products currently for dogs, and in the future for cats and other pets, but. Uh, It's called Dog for Dog because it is for dogs, and we make a donation to a pet charity as a proportion of every sale that we make, either as a direct gift or product donation or other means of support for pet charities, and that was the principle upon which the company was founded, and it's still a guiding principle for us today. Our motto is, you buy, we donate, they eat. And you could also say, "You buy, we donate; they play," or "You buy, we donate; they poop." It could be any number of things, but uh, that is how we uh, that's how we do business because we love our pets and we want people to to care for them and to to borrow the adage of a of a very very great organization called Best Friends: No more homeless pets. And if and so that's how we work. That's what Dog for Dogs about.
1: And great company that it is. And you guys do make the best doggy peanut butter. It's 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 really pretty good. It smells great. And my crew loves it.
0: That's fantastic. I can say without hyperbole that dog's butter is uh, the very finest peanut butter that you can purchase for dogs. It's four ingredients. It's all natural. Uh, We make it currently in two kinds, which is, you know, the peanut butter kind. And then uh, we have an immunity and digestion formula, which has... A few other natural ingredients in it that, that help in that way, but uh, it is simple and effective, and dogs go nuts for it. It's like catnip to dogs. They they roll over, they lick the spoon, they look for the lid. Yeah, they'll really love you up if you got a tub of dogs' butter around.
1: Yep, great great holiday treat for your pooches. Sure. Okay. What other things have you discovered out there that you were telling me about? I think okay. I've. I think I know this one too, the cat rapper, and I think if it's yeah, the one, I
0: I am. A, I'm a Mosho. I would love to turn on his video.
1: I am Mosho. Oh, he's awesome. He I would is love hysterical.
0: To on, I'd like to turn on his video, but I think it would make noise. It would disturb this. But he does have a range of products, and principal among them are coloring books. So he has the. He has three or four different kinds. He has just like we have different kinds of dogs butter. He has the basic book. He has the cat-tastic edition paperback. And he has the the <laughs> the kitty litty. I'm a Mosho's guide to drawing cats. And I mean I everybody draws cats. He has T shirts. <laughs> he, he's a cat rapper.
1: He's a cat rapper, and he's just done—I actually just had him on a show. He's done a lot to help raise awareness and donations for for cats, you know, for homeless, for shelters, for cats. Sure. He just did a couple events with Arm and Hammer. And, guys, if you haven't seen his um, YouTube videos, go and check out I Am Mo Show, Cat Rapper. And he's hysterical. He has, I think, he's five cats. Um, I think two or three are Sphinx cats. Those are the bald ones.
0: And yeah. They're a cat that only an owner could love. His video yeah, i I'm, I'm
1: obsessed by them, though. I want one. They look like little aliens, sort of, but they're like awesome. They're so cool.
0: Their and ears are collectively the size of their head. The ears, yes. Two Sphinx ears together it would be the same size as the cat's head.
1: Yep. And I am Mo sure, besides being just like a cat rapper, He's like all about cat. Like, he has a little hat that's a cat. He has like cat pin. He's all dressed out in cat, you know? And um,
0: it's, he's not just the cat rack.
1: Yeah, he has everything cat. And then he has his cats dressed up as rappers. I don't know. There's one, a ginger one. I don't remember the name. Sorry, Mosho, but I don't remember the name. But this little ginger cat, when he raps, is all dressed up. I don't know how he gets the cat to wear is everything. He, but is he, is he it's blingy? just, it's, Funny and hysterical, and he does it all for such such great reasons, and he does so much about giving back. I'm glad you found out um about him also
0: well there's another there's another I'm not going to screw this up two chains has two chains is the isn't he oh it's not T Pain. it's two chains has a dog named trappy let me see if i can find him while we chat but uh anyway he's the guy that does the most expensive show if you ever seen that it's where he reviews the most expensive things in the world do you know what i'm talking about it's called most expensive hence it is exactly what it says so 2 Chains is a rapper. He, he's on this TV show that's called Most Expensive, and he reviews ridiculously expensive things, whether it be a massage or cars or anything like that. Anyway, he has a dog named Trappy, and uh, the he, I think they're going to be launching like a graphic novel or a comic book, which is Trappy and his not-so-famous dad. So that's Trappy. He takes him on TV with him and stuff. So there's more stuff that's not our stuff that we like for the holidays. There's the Concha Collar people. So we were talking earlier about how you want to have ornaments and other decorations in the home that can't dangle or be choked on or ingested or so forth by your pets. So the folks at uh, at Concha Collar make a collar with screw-on ornaments. So if you imagine a charm bracelet where the charm's screwed onto the collar, that is what uh, the concha collar people do, and they make them for cats, they make them for dogs, so you can buy the collar, which is sort of the basic thing, which has got punch holes in, you know, that surround it, and then you can buy additional accessories that are charms that you can screw in, or put studs on it, or anything you want, but they're, uh, they have a holiday-themed one, they have a Valentine's-themed one, they have a Halloween-themed one, and they have a black tie one. So, collar for a good time, ba-dum-bum.
1: Right, and it's a great way to bling out your dog without worrying about you know are they going to really wear what I get? Like, Mister Z is a big dude, and he's old. He's not going to wear anything I get him. Plus, I live in a hot place, I live in a place where seventy nine is degrees is considered a cold front. So, go figure. um, South
0: Florida. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so Florida, everybody's all excited, cold front coming. I said, where's our cold front coming? 79 degrees. You know, that's not a cold front. And well, when it's been 90, I guess it is. But I mean, seriously. So
0: <laughs> well, anyway, I, so. So d- wait a second. So your dog. So if he weren't able to see the collar, let's say, how would he know that it was, let's say, blingy?
1: Well, I know it's blinging him out. Right. So he, I know he's sparkling with it on, you know. And right. so he—it's a way to bling him out, but because I—I I can't really bling him out with like a you know a sweater or you know some cool t-shirt or something because it's it's hot here.
0: Right, I got it. So, so the collar is the way to have him be the collar is the way
1: to do it. And with the Concha ones, you right. could you could pick your ornament your, or you know your little bling. Uh, you know gemstone Charmed. or or Charmed. you know they and what is cool is that it doesn't snap where the snap can come off it actually comes right. with a little screw and it screws in so if you have a really crafty dog or cat and um the cat ones they have are really just for kind of decorative use they don't have the ones that um come apart yet but right they and they have them for people too the cat ones can also be worn for um people and they have keychains But they screw on. And so this way, the snaps can come off. The snap ones, I don't trust as much because if you have a really clever dog, they'll take the snap off. I don't know how. It's by their collar, but they'll do it. But with this, they're screwed on. They can't get them off.
0: Well, I can tell you, cats do exactly the same thing over the history of our cat ownership. They can either remove them. We had when our cat Rosario was little, she would just, as you say, you don't really know how they do it, but they figure out how to do it and they get that collar off and and her technique would be to bury it. So after about five or six collars disappeared, we're out gardening and you you go down a row of flowers and stick the trowel in the ground and surprise, there's one of Rosie's collars. And uh, so that was what she did with them. And uh, then their newest cat, which is Tony with an eye, the cute little girl that we thought was a guy. Oh, yeah. We gave her a collar that was kind of humiliating. It had little dog faces and bones on it. And <laughs> <solid> <laughs> on. And it was cat sized. And uh, and somehow I don't know what she did with it, but. She has worn the embroidery completely off. So now the collar is just red and I'm not, I've never seen her. It's like, what do pets do when you're not looking? That's the part that really surprises me. And I can't get up in the middle of the night and find (laughs) out. But at the same time, I really do wonder what is it that, that Tony does to her collar while I'm not looking that removed all of the embroidery on it? No idea. That's a lot of scratching. That's a lot of scratching. Do you like scratching? (laughs) Scratching.
1: I mean, that's a lot. It's, you know, what's funny is I wonder how, and I don't know where we're getting off on this tangent, but I wonder how they communicate with each other. Because have you ever seen, because we have both have multiples of animals. So, you know, i sometimes I see my cats, are all kind of gathered together. And I wonder if they're kind of having this telepathic communication or something. And okay. we're just left out, you know, trying to figure what.
0: Okay. Well, I can, I have something I need to find for you. I can't tell whether this was fake news or what, what do they call that deep fakes or something, but, uh, it was attributed to people magazine. I put in a bunch of keywords just now to see if I could find the story, but I can summarize it for you. There is a 26 year old woman out there that, uh, that has taught her dog using those cognitive and rehabilitative boards, you know, like a speech board. You know what I mean? So it has, let's say, twenty-four words in it. So there's four rows wide and six rows deep, and one word might say home and the other one might say outside and the other one might say food and the and so on. Water, right? So it has twenty-four basic words on it. And she taught her dog to communicate using this adaptive technology. And the dog can put phrases together such as, I want go outside, or I miss you, or this hurts, and so on. And, uh, and once again, I wish I could have this for attribution because you might not believe me. It stated that the dog had a cognitive capability of, a let's say, a one or two-year-old baby. Pretty good. That's a conversation stopper, isn't it?
1: That's pretty good. I believe it. I mean, look what they do for you know, um, you know, canine dogs and and and
0: military dogs,
1: military and and search and rescue. Which there's amazing things that they
0: do. Well. I have to say if I can't find using the keywords people magazine dog vocabulary words phrases and I saw it on Facebook I'm now beginning to wonder if I've been had it's not like anybody would ever call me and ask me for my social security number and I'd be like sure what kind of prize do I get Uh, (laughs) we'll talk about this later but I'm gonna go run that story down because I thought that it was astonishing and of course my then thought, well, okay, they can keep teach a dog to do this, but can you teach a cat to do this? And if you could teach a cat to, to talk, what would it say? Probably nothing.
1: People said that cats are actually smarter than dogs. It's just, it's a little, I think, harder to train them, but they're actually smarter than dogs.
0: Well, I once had a book called How to, to- Train Your Cat. And you can toilet train a cat and people have talked about it. I don't know if you can get them to flush behind them, but you sure can toilet train them. You can't t- toilet train a dog. Heck, you can litter train a rabbit. We had rabbits that we had litter train. You just put a hay in a litter box and put it in a corner and about 80% of the time a rabbit will go in there.
1: I wish I could do that with uh, with Miss Charlotte. She likes the litter box one day and likes it the next. And This is a cat. And, all right, so we're way off on our tangent. So, okay, go- I'm gonna give you Mona, my last This is something I'm going to hunt down my last holiday gift, my holiday Uh, gift idea that I'm going to try to hunt down because I've seen this on Instagram and it's um, an awesome company and I can't find it yet but it's called the bear and the rat and it's frozen yogurt for dogs Ooh, and i think catchy. they're named after their dog i don't know what the bear part is but the rat is for rat terrier and okay. there's all kinds of it's all natural special whatever and frozen yogurt for just for dogs and they have all kind well, of great flavors and they're i think they're nationwide in the u.s so people should be able to find them so i'm going to hunt it down And my dogs are going to get a really cool treat because it's not cool here in the winter in the holiday time for the holidays.
0: Well, that's a lovely idea. And, you know, you can also feed, I know you can feed a cat plain yogurt and they love it. And if your cat is on, this is a little bit of armchair veterinarianism. So feel free to attack this idea. But this is my wife's idea is that if you have a pet on antibiotics, You should give them yogurt to restore their intestinal flora the same way that humans are told that they should eat probiotics if went on antibiotics, because antibiotics kill all the intestinal flora in your stomach and can upset your stomach and your digestion and so on. So I challenge, I'm going to put this to you because you're probably more of an expert than me, but I'd love to hear what the audience thinks about whether feeding yogurt to dogs and cats is, is salutary in terms of restoring intestinal flora. (laughs)
1: Okay, Okay. Um, I'm not a vet, but okay, I'll make a note here. Make a
0: note of that. Make a note of that. Okay. Well, I think this
1: has been... Way fun. One thing I'll say is, though talking about treats, we talked about one for dogs, and I have this on Catitude not that long ago, but I have not tried it yet, even though I bought them. Marshmallows are good for your cat, and they're okay for your dogs too. They're like a high reward treat; they're not a all the time kind of treat. So I'm going to very soon have I'm going to do an an Instagram video of Dennis because Dennis is the eater. He's my main coon. And I bought mini marshmallows. And Dennis is the kind of cat where if you're on the couch, no matter what you open up, it could be, you know, some sparkling water. He's right there and he wants it. (laughs) He might not like it, but he wants it. No matter
0: what it is. Right. Exactly. I want it because you have it.
1: Yeah. So I figure he'd be the perfect one to check out the marshmallow. So that's going to be an upcoming video
0: sometime soon. I'm going to perform a marshmallow test as soon as I can.
1: Yeah. Have you tried well, that with your cats or dogs?
0: No, but I'm going to go buy a bag of marshmallows when I on my way home, and I'm going to try it out. And then I'll, of course, have given five marshmallows, and I'll be stuck with a half a pound of marshmallows that Probably. will turn to crystals in my cupboard as they Probably. get. Probably.
1: Well, get the little kind. Then you can use them in your hot chocolate or something.
0: Exactly. When it gets real cold here in Southern California, right? Right.
1: Well... <laughs> It gets colder there than it does in, in
0: Indeed, South Florida.
1: You know, it's, hey, cold fun. I mean, it, it might, it's 79 coming up and then 77 two days later. So it's, you no know,
0: I know. Naughty, right?
1: Bring out the mittens and stuff, you know. It's crazy. Right. All right. Henry, this has been a load of fun. Thank you so much We're for coming on funny. Best Bets for Pets and chatting about the holidays. I wish you and your family a wonderful holiday.
0: And I wish you the very same, you and your fur family. Take care, dear. Thank all you right. so much. You too.
1: Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye well, wow, that was a fun show. And hey listeners, I know we went off on a little tangents here and there, but I think it was a fun way to talk about the holidays. And it wasn't, you know, a bunch of, you know, product stuff that we'd usually do on Best Bets for Pets. We mentioned a couple, Concha Collars, I am Mo show, and The Bear and the Rat, Frozen Yogurt for Dogs, and those are all wonderful gifts, and uh, products to check out. There'll be links to all of them on the show page of this episode. Just go to Pet Life Radio, go to shows, and go to Best Bets for Pets. And it'll be you know, right near the top if you're hearing this soon or if you're hearing this later on. These are great treats or great fun products for you to buy any time in the year. So um, I want to thank you for listening. Thanks to my crew, my fur babe crew, for being there and um, I'm wishing all of us a safe and happy and healthy holiday season and thanks again to my guest Henry for coming on again he's a lot of fun and I appreciate him taking the time to come back thanks to everybody for listening to best bets for pets for hey almost 10 years we've been on the air and thanks to my producer Mark Winter for making me and my guests sound great now keep listening you never know what we're gonna have on best bets for pets